Welcome to episode five of the Slightly Fuzz podcast. Today we have Andy Blackburn from This Summit Fever, and we're going to be premiering a music video for their single, Reborn, from their new EP, Doubt, out next week. And shout out to Bloodshot Buffalo. Their single, Freedom Through Levitation, is on the Slightly Fuzz playlist on Spotify, and they have lots of other great tunes out there. Go check them out. All right, Andy Blackburn from This Summit Fever. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. No, I appreciate yeah. it, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to this one. We're doing something a little different on this podcast. We're going to play your music video at the end. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, it's a yeah, it's a pleasure to uh, you know to have you show it first. So yeah, it's going to be with you first, uh, exclusive. So uh, yeah, yeah, appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's very cool. And and you also let me listen to the new EP a little bit. And I love it. I'm excited to talk about it, and I'm excited to have you on here. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I, I'm looking forward to talking about it a little bit. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys are a two piece, which I find really interesting. I'm always intrigued about how you guys manage a, a, such a big sound with two people, and you guys must be very talented. <laughs> and and talking to you a little bit beforehand, it sounds like you guys both went to college for music. Did that have some sort of influence on and on how talented you are and how this album came out and and the sound of all that? Uh, well, I mean, the thing is, uh, I did terribly at school. Uh, I was not academic uh, at all. Um, I, I I didn't like school and I didn't like the the format of learning. You know. Uh, music was the only thing I enjoyed doing, you know. Um, so I I managed to get into into a course. Uh, so this was like age sixteen, um, and uh, yeah, basically uh, I, you know, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the people as well. It was definitely uh, my kind of people, um, and I'm still friends with a with a lot of the people that I met there. Um, I mean that was twenty two years ago now. So uh yeah. <laughs> did you have when you went into it, did you have any idea that you would use it for a, a rock band or was that not the plan at all? That just came later. Um yeah, I mean I've been messing around with bands uh before that. Um and then I kind of started to take it a little bit more seriously then. Um and then yeah, after college uh, I carried on doing the bands, just working jobs and um trying to do something um and then i kind of realized that uh it wasn't happening um not in the way that you know uh that i wanted it to so uh i kind of got it more into like production and live sound um so yeah i've got an understanding of that side of it um, and that's coming really useful um kind of stepped away from music for a little while uh well making it anyway i mean i've always i'm always listening to music but um mm-hmm. i kind of stepped away from creating uh for for a few years um and then like yeah i just kind of realized that there was a really big thing missing in my life again um and uh yeah music you know it kind of like i picked up my guitar and uh you know just started um writing riffs again i was like actually yeah it's still there you know the hunger's still there and i kind of felt like i had something to lyrically to write about again um so uh yeah i I just started recording some ideas at home during the lockdown uh, with a 
couple of lockdowns here in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was just doing everything myself um, with no kind of aspirations to do anything with it. And then I showed it to a couple of friends and uh, they were like, oh, you know, you should, you know, should stick it out. And so I did. And, um, you know, to my surprise, like other people were, were into it, you know, so, uh, yeah. Did you have other other bands before this, or is this kind of your first recorded out in the world kind of music? Uh, yes, yeah, my first proper release. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean I've done demos in in bands. I've been in lots of bands and um, for all different styles. Like I'm into lots of different types of music, but um, heavy riffs um, uh, and this sound is is kind of where my heart is really i suppose where does that sound come from because it it, it's got a real hard rock feel to it but it i can't really put my finger on you know a comparative band what what are some of the influences on on this particular band that you have uh well um yeah i mean i i I, you know uh like bands like mastodon uh the sword um uh there's a British band called Rage and Speed On. Um, mm-hmm. they're, 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 they're really great. Um, so they they were they've always been a quite a big influence on me uh, on the guitar playing. Um, uh, uh, Down, I really like the band Down. Um, I've had a bit of a mind blank. Sorry, man. Um, there's yeah. A, there's some there's some amazing bands out there, especially in the scene as well. I kind of rediscovered um, this this scene, this owner kind of doomy kind of scene, and uh, yeah, you know, like it's uh, there's so many great bands, and and what I love about it is that you know there's no sort of uh, pretense, you know, that no one's kind of um, you know it just seems really genuine to me, you know, and that that really appeals. To, yeah to, to me you know i think that i think that's come up in in almost every episode so far uh just kind of this whole scene and and how uh everyone is here to uplift each other and um support each other and there are there's kind of no rules whether it's the music or the artwork or anything else that we've talked about and and that's uh one of the cooler things about this scene and your music in particular is really unique i mean it, it doesn't sound like any one of those bands that you named off but i can i can hear how maybe that was an influence yeah i mean that's that's the thing like i don't want to sort of um you know be you know the you know the, the next one of those bands you know like uh, there's just elements I, I just really like them and i really you know listen to them a, a lot um you know, and bands like Black Sabbath, of course, Led Zeppelin, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. a real, real that's the, the the great thing about um, this kind of sound is that it's timeless, I think. You know, like when you look yeah. back at like Sabbath and, you know, like when people must have heard that for the first time, you know, like that must have just been mind blowing for people. You know, can you imagine yeah. like imagine like no one's done anything like that before, you know, yeah. and. It's like wow, like it must have been like so, uh, like amazing to hear something so like heavy and and so powerful, you know, for the first time. Right. Yeah, completely um, different from anything else that had been out previously, and that doesn't come along too often, you know. 
hip hop yeah. maybe would be the next one and maybe the last one. Yeah, yeah. But I I think I think the thing is there's certain styles that that don't change much. Um and I, what I mean by that is that um on the surface they you know they seem like they haven't changed a lot um in terms of production and things like that there's generally in this style there's generally drums bass guitar and a vocal um sometimes Mm -hmm. you know it's a variation of those of course but um you know what i love about it is that yes you've got that format but people just take it in all these wild places um and uh yeah it's you know i find it very inspiring And, and again to go back to your point of people uh, lifting each other up like I, I definitely have had that experience um you know like i've the people that i chat to on uh, i mainly use instagram that's kind of been my main kind of uh place for promoting uh the music and that um you know the the people that i've been in contact with like literally all over the world people from the states you know people in europe um literally all over the place and and there's everyone's you know, super nice, you know, it's, it, it's yeah. crazy. Like, you know, the music can sort of connect people in that way, even when, you know, you don't necessarily speak the same language, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's been so many bands that I've interacted with where I realized soon after that they don't speak English. And I'm like, man, I love this band. I'm, I wish I could have them on the podcast, but they're, you know, I don't, I don't know that that would work. And it's almost, it's weird how many bands are from other countries out of the US. It's like a majority of the bands that I listen to now at this point are not in the US at all. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that's the thing like this this style is very big in Europe, you know, yeah. Germany. It's, it's a massive scene in Greece as well. Greece. I was just going to say Greece yeah. is killing it, man. They got some yeah, good stuff man. there. There's some great bands coming out of Greece, uh, yeah. and they love it. You know, like it's big over there, um, and f- France as well, and, and Norway, Sweden, uh, Finland. You know, like yeah. literally, like yeah, yeah. I've talked to a handful of bands from all three of those countries that that I'm huge fans of their music, and I've talked to them about you know promoting their stuff and being on the podcast and everything. Th- those three countries for sure, and, and Greece. There, there's there's so much good stuff out of those other countries. For sure, man, and, and obviously the states as well. You know, there's there's you know some absolutely amazing bands that come out of the states. But um, yeah, I, th- I think I think as well, like you know, it's like people like yourself. You know, you kind of like have a will to kind of do something. And I think I think that's the other thing I like about the scene is that it's not necessarily supported um, in the sort of mainstream, let's say. Um, but mm-hmm. there's loads of people kind of motivated and doing it themselves you know, they've got the means to be able to do it themselves now. Um, and, yeah. and I really like that. You know, I've met a lot of like-minded people. Um, I'm... It's a it's a lot of unsigned bands. It's a lot of like grassroots. Hmm. It's a lot of small labels. And I think the best thing about it is that it's always changing. That One of the things that I got kind of bored with over the years of like heavy metal and just metal in general was that it just all kind of started to sound the same to me. And where sure, this, yeah. this type of music, it, it's always different. There's stuff that's like super melodic or even beautiful and slow. And there's stuff that's just super fast and heavy and almost like a punk vibe. And there's everything in between. And there's doom and sludge and there's, 
desert stuff and it's just like everyone is just super experimental and there's kind of no rules and like yeah. i said i just kind of got I'm... the vibe over the years with metal that it just was all kind of sounding the same they all had kind of the same look their yeah. album looked the same the music sound the same and i just kind of got bored with it same man yeah that's kind of why i kind of stopped doing it for a little while it's just that i was I wasn't inspired you know um it's yeah. kind of the internet hadn't really kind of um become the main kind of source of 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 finding music you know at that point um yeah you know but i think now like it's these kind of little niche genres you know they kind of they can exist now because um you know like where me and jim are based um there's no one really doing this type of music um but you know like we can exist and we can still release music and people hopefully we'll want to listen to it that do you play shows you know, uh actually we're going to do our first one in november um and you you, you asked me a question about being a two-piece actually and i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't actually uh answer that and i'm sorry about that um yeah we are a two-piece um so uh like basically i uh you know i come up with the songs um and uh i, I can drum very very basically um but jim is a fantastic drummer you know so he you know he's kind of like taking the songs to the next level you know so um you know as a, as it's we sort of are a two-piece um but the band could be we might stay as a two um we might be a three might even be a four you know have two guitars and a bass as well but um but we might stay as a two um it's it's possible um just about finding the right person and again it's just finding someone that with the passion and the will to want to do music you know uh, not everybody wants to do the style for example as i say right yeah um it, it, as a two piece it, it seems like maybe you're more interested in the recording part and and definitely having your background in production and things like that and i had this conversation with age of truth on on episode 2 where I always felt like the recording would be the fun part. A lot of bands like the live aspect and being a live band. Whereas I always thought it was so interesting to go in the studio and just kind of like tinker with stuff and make different yeah, sounds and see how it all fits together and make this like really cool album and, and see what it sounds like. But as a two piece that, you know, if you're not able to perform or if you need more people to really perform live, like, is that, is that pretty, pretty accurate that you like recording and you like the process of recording new music? Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, I've started this uh, project um, band, you know, like, uh, during the lockdown. Um, so, like, th- there was no gigs. Um, I, I know that things have kind of carried on in the US, but, I mean, there's, everything's been shut here, you know. Uh, venues have just started opening, literally, like, a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's been really hard in the UK for, you know, all the venue venues and the staff that work there and things. Um, and the bands that you know rely on playing is is their living you know um but so you know we haven't really had the opportunity to rehearse um you know we've we have um done recording together um we've been able to do that um but you know um going to the rehearsal studio um and then you know um thinking about a gig and stuff like that it was like well we might as well just kind of put it to the to the end of the year which is kind of what we've what we've done we've just concentrated on doing the recording 
and again it was kind of seeing how the recorded recording sounded first and uh we're happy with it you know we're like well you know let's see what happens you know so I'm not like a, an audiophile or anything like that. And, and sound is kind of secondary to, to what I listen to, but it sounds so clean and crisp and well-produced to me. It sounds like an album that like, it would be like your fifth, your fourth or fifth album. Hmm. You know, wow. a lot, a lot of bands that come out with their first EP, their first few singles, like it's recorded in their basement and you can kind of tell, and it sounds great by the way. Thanks, man. I, I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, we worked yeah. hard on it. Um, I, I got it mastered by, uh, uh, say we got it mastered by a guy called Russ Russell. Um, and he's done a lot of uh, really, uh, well, really big um, metal uh, productions uh, over the years. Um, he, he did At The Gates. Uh, that's one of the big, big bands that he's done. Um, mm-hmm. but he's done. He's done lo- loads and loads and loads of stuff, but he did the mastering for us and uh and that that i think mastering is it it's it's really important uh to get that right you know it's not just about making it loud it's you know it's making it sound um yeah. overall really clear and and he it did the mixes justice he did a really great job i think i think so i you know i don't know anything about that whole process but i i thought it sounded great thanks man uh, yeah. thanks for li- listening to it as well man like uh, i appreciate you taking the time yeah, I, I love the the new EP and and I listened to that a few times through when you sent me that link and and I've listened to your older stuff uh, the last few days as well and uh, I love the sound it's it's got a lot of different um, avenues to explore. There's really heavy parts and there's really kind of melodic and and beautiful places to go and, and other ones and I, I think it's it's all really interesting. Thanks, man. I mean, again. Like uh, as I said before, I don't listen to to you know one style all the time. Uh, you know, I listen to loads of different stuff, like acoustic stuff, um, electronic stuff. Um, but as I say, the thing I generally come back to is you know is the stuff with the riffs. You know, it, um, yeah. There's just something about um, you know seeing a heavy band. You know, like especially live, like it's just. You know, it's, it just moves your soul, you know, like uh, I, I really like that, you know. So Yeah. All right. So I wanted to ask you about the name, The Summit Fever. I, I'm not a climber, but I saw that there's some definition of Summit Fever where like if you're climbing a mountain, you reach almost the top and you get to a point where there's like no turning back. You'll do anything to get to the top. You have to. And mm-hmm. in mountain climbing, there seems to be like a point on the mountain where a lot of people die trying because they have quote unquote summit fever. Mm-hmm. They'll do anything. They have to reach the top and they, they don't make it. Is that how you named your band or is that like an, a part of the philosophy? We'll do anything to get our, our music out there to reach the top or, or where did that come from? <laughs> uh, well, not, not exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, you were on the right lines there. I, yeah. I kind of, um, yeah, I, I, I really like uh, adventure, you know, I really like um, uh, reading about people that have done like pretty amazing things like climbing, you know, huge mountains, Everest, I suppose, um, you know, it's like, it is the highest mountain in the world. I know it's not the hardest one to climb, but, um, but it's, it is the highest. Um, As you say, a lot of people uh, have died getting or trying to get to the top. Um, and I read a book called Into Thin Air, um, 
and uh, it's the, have you seen the movie Everest before? No, uh, it was, came out a few years ago. It's 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 good anyway. Um, but the, this book was kind of like um, used as part of the plot for the film. Um, and uh, anyway, it was you know it's sort of the the it talks about like summit fever, and I was like, oh, that's it's kind of cool. I kind of researched it. And I was like, oh, that's that's it's kind of got a double meaning, you know, it's kind of, and it kind yeah. of worked. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think we'll be getting to the top of any, uh, <laughs> any, any, any uh, industry mountains, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's, it's a good mind. It's a good mindset to have though. I mean, but maybe, maybe not, know. maybe not when you're climbing a mountain, but I, I suppose for a rock band, it's a good, good mindset. Well, you never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So how about the artwork? I That's kind of been a common theme on this podcast. I'm always interested in the artwork as a designer yeah. and an artist myself. I, I I love the artwork for this. Who did that? And and wh- who came up with the concept? How did that come about? Uh, yeah. So um, basically, uh, I was scrolling through Instagram uh, and uh, I, I, I was following... Um, this account called uh, Man the River, and I was like, oh, kind of scoffed through. That's that's great, man. Like, and I really loved, um, you know, the black and white vibe to it. Um, uh, and I, uh, I contacted um, the person behind this account um, called Vic, uh, and I asked her if she did um, artwork for for bands, and she said she does. Uh, and I was like, you know, I checked out some of her other work, and I, I, you know, I bought one of her paintings. And I was like, you know, you, I'd really love you to do to do ours, like, and, uh, you know, she, she was so good to work with. Like, I, I kind of explained uh, roughly, you know, the rough concept um, of it, and uh, yeah, and she she knocked it out of the park, as far as I'm concerned. You know, it's uh, and it, she painted it. You know, it's all done by hand. Um, wow. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. So. I, I love the dedication to to hand paint or hand create an album cover, and and yeah. as a designer, you know, I don't do that anymore. I I used to, but you know, I do a lot of the stuff just digitally. But to to take the time and hand draw, hand paint, hand color, that kind of stuff is is really cool. Yeah, I mean, I have a vague understanding of design. Uh, not not obviously anywhere near your level, but like I. I it's not to take anything away from digital design because uh, digital design is is really hard as well i mean again i think it, it comes down to the thing of like the idea is usually the hardest part i think um same with music um you know but you know how you how people choose to kind of execute the idea is kind of uh you know it's uh you know i i think with painting it just takes longer really um and the, there's perhaps more imperfections and things like that. Whereas digital, um, you know, you can kind of get it perfect if you want, you know, like, a, it, yeah. it, you know, you're working with shapes and vectors and things like that. So it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, again, you've got to understand the software and um, understand your, um, you know, it's your you, it's your easel, isn't it? You know, you, you know your set of paintbrushes. It's. Uh, uh, I was watching the 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 one you released today um, with uh, Shane, not Shane. Uh, yeah, Shane. Um, yeah, yeah, and I I really liked his kind of philosophy on um, 
you know, when he does his graphic design, he only uses like a f- like certain colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, he sticks to a color palette, and and he doesn't stray from it very often. Yeah, I've, I found that interesting. You know, like again, it kind of, uh, um, I suppose it gives him that kind of look. You know, so uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but you you also do you also make stuff, right? So. I, I do. I'm a I'm a jack of all trades, as they say, master of none. Unfortunately, uh, me too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I uh, I have been drawing and painting and doing art my entire life. I got into design after college. Been a graphic designer for years. Now I'm doing woodworking, and now I'm doing all this. Uh, yeah, I, I do a little bit of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I saw your woodwork stuff. Um, oh, oh, awesome! Yeah, cool. And uh, yeah, it's it's great, man. It's great. Oh, and, uh, uh, again, uh, I take my hat off to anyone that can, um, you know, to make something out of you know nothing, you know, with yeah. your hands. I, I find that pretty great. You know, um, yeah. I'm I'm not that good with DIY. I'm, I mean, I, I'm okay. Like I can, I can do the basics. Um, but um, you know, like people that can like you know you know make door frames and you know make cupboards and 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 like you know what you're doing as well you know yeah uh, it's 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 awesome man uh, that re- uh, that really started yeah. out of just like i've been a designer for like corporate companies for so long it wasn't a graphic design where i'm like making album art i've i've done some album covers but it wasn't very free it was very strict lots of rules and if a board says they don't like it you got to change it there's no creative license there's no like i'm the designer listen to me it's just whatever they want goes and it's it kills you after a while as like an artistic person it it kills you so i i started doing the woodworking because there was no reason to do woodworking it was just Mm -hmm. me going out into the, the garage and like making whatever i wanted and if people bought it fine but if they didn't it didn't matter. It was just a way to like get some sort of creative freedom outside of work, you know, and people, and yeah, to, to my surprise and, you know, which is great. People did buy it and people are interested in, in some of that. It worked out very well, but man, it was more of like just an exercise of freedom than anything. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I think you've, you've hit a really, really good point though, as well as that I think, you know, you doing it because you wanted to do it, and I think I think the best art and the best, um, uh, yeah, the best uh, creative out, out, outlet um, is 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 that reason. I think it's just doing it because you want to do it, and yeah. you know, not doing it because you know you you're trying to get paid. Or I mean, obviously, getting paid is is important, but yeah. I think uh, you know, like I had no. Um, like hopes or any idea of where I might go with my music this with this this band you know like oh in the past you know I was like you know I want to get signed and you know tour and all that stuff but I didn't care with this one you know I was just like I just want to make music and it you know if no one hears it then it doesn't really matter to me you know like but if people hear it and they like it then that's also cool, you know? So yeah, uh, that, it really ties it back to that same point is that like, what's cool about this particular scene is that there's a lot of small bands that aren't making a lot of money and every money, every piece of money, every single profit that they do make goes right back in 
to the band, whether it's, yeah. you know, getting a van to tour with, or if it's getting recording time or, or studio time, it all goes back into the band. And it's just like, the more you support them, the more they can do with it. And it's not about, you know, vacation homes. <laughs> it's about, mm. you know, putting more money back into the band. And, and that's, what's cool about like a, a smaller scene or an underground yeah. scene. I'm sure they don't think it's that cool. I'm sure they would love to have a little bit more profit coming in, but you know, it keeps it real. It keeps it about art and music more than the profit, I suppose. Yeah. And I agree with that point hundred percent, you know, money is important, you know, like yeah. everybody needs money to get by. And I think when you, when your art kind of, um, you know, for people that do reach that point of like yourself doing it professionally, um, or a band, you know, get into that point where, you know, like they can start to tour and get paid and stuff like that, you know, that, that is, is, is really nice that they, you know, that they can get to that point. But I think mm-hmm. in some ways, um, like for yourself, uh, it can be stifling in a way because you kind of then there's an expectation, I suppose. And I think, mm-hmm. like you said, with the woodwork, the only expectation was that you would go to the garage, pick up some tools and, and make something, you know, like, or you might not make anything. You might just kind of knock a bit of wood around and, and then go back yeah. in and, you know, have some lunch or whatever. And, yeah. you know, if and it, sucks, it, it, it gets turned into firewood. So it, it yeah. gets used either way. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, it's because, because there was no, it's kind of, I suppose it's kind of doing stuff. Um, it's kind of more pure. I think it, it's kind of, yeah. you know, there's no, um, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of what people do in life is, is based around, you know, moving up the ladder or, you know, like getting to the next, you know, like making a bit more money. Let's, you know, let's make some money. Let's do this, let's do that. But yeah, you know, and again, I am not to say that money isn't important because everybody needs money to live, you know, for sure. I like, you know, I I have two kids, so I'm sure at some point they're going to be like, you know, we'd prefer you to sell out. (laughs) And there's a lot of people out there that, that have families or are the people to support and, and just want to take more vacations and do stuff. So I don't hold, I don't hold it against them, you know? No, 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 I I don't either. You know, like part of life. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm, uh, I'm totally not like, but I think, I think, um, I guess where I'm going with this is that I think, um, if your intentions, for doing something are pure you know it's like you yeah. know you you got into design because you know you obviously enjoyed painting and drawing um perhaps when you were younger and, and that's kind of what's led you down that path to do that thing so it's kind of pure yeah. you know it's that's you're doing it and you've been successful enough to get a job doing that for a living um and that's that's great and that's that that you know that is uh you know that you've made a success of it mm-hmm. um what I'm saying, though, is that I think uh, money isn't everything. And I think when you kind of get really old, um, you know, it, like it, if I've got some music to show, because that's the thing, like I was doing recording and things like that and never really doing anything of my own. Um, I kind of want to get, when I get old, you know, I kind of want to be able to say, well, you know, I did a bit of recording, you know, and, you know, I had made some records and, you know, I've I suppose it's just you know being able to show what you've done it's kind of more important i think i mean not to say that money isn't important because it is important but you know yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. well you took your shot you know that i think that's important it's sometimes that first step is the hardest part is like diving in and if it amounts to nothing 
who cares? But if it amounts to something, yeah. that's great too. But taking that first step is a lot of people don't take that first step. A lot of people never pick up the guitar, even though they have dreams of being a rock star. A lot of people never record anything, even though they've been playing for years. And a lot of people yeah. never, never take that big first step. So. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, um, I suppose, uh, I suppose kind of, um, kind of, uh, I kind of, uh, the point I think I was trying to make was that a lot of reality TV shows, I'm sure you have them in the U S as well. Um, these kind of like sing, you know, uh, sing a, a cover song or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, the audience votes for you and, you know, the TV viewers, you know, and, and the types of people that you get going on these shows, it's like, you know, they, I mean, I, I'm not saying they don't love music because I'm sure they, they do, but, um, you know, there's, there's some people that go on these shows because they want to be famous and they want to be rich, you know, and, and, I, yeah. and I, you know, they'll do anything. It, it doesn't matter what the style is. You know, it's like, I just want to be rich and famous. That's all I want to do. Um, and I think, uh, I find that a little soulless. Um, whereas, you know, in, in you know, doing um, you know graphic design and 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 you know, doing the sort of stuff that we're doing, I suppose, is um, you know, we know <laughs> never going to make it really any money yeah. from it. Well, we, it's nice we, to be able to do both. I mean, if if you're going to be in music and you can help people produce records or or anything and you can make money at it, great. And then you can do your stuff on the side. And it's the same, it's basically what I do is I'm a graphic designer that sells my soul eight o'clock to five o'clock. And then after that, I get to do whatever I want. And yeah. I get to use that that skill for evil and good. So in the end, yeah. it, it pays the bills, but I also don't completely lose my soul in the process. And the, the, the cool thing is that you still wanna do it when you finish work, you know? Um, mm-hmm that's that's the thing like i think doing you know doing art as a kind of um you know as a job like it again it's it's retaining that love of it i suppose isn't it it's uh like you say it's can you know when you're sort of having to work to a you know uh, a certain uh client's ex- expectation and it's kind of nowhere near what you had in mind it's like as you say it can be a little soul destroying it in yeah. a way but yeah but such is life. <laughs> well, yeah. But, you know, again, I think it's cool what you're doing. You know, like uh, you know, I've, I've watched you, you know, these these podcasts that you're doing. And, uh, you know, I like the I like what you're doing on Instagram and that. I, I think it's cool. You know, and again, you've got something to that. offer. You know, Thank you. I, 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 that's it. I think I think that's the thing. It's like if you've got something to offer, like people, people are up for it. You know, I think that's the thing. Like. Um, there's so many, there's no better feeling to me than, than sharing music with people that haven't heard it yet. Like I've been doing that for years and a lot of people do. I share music with my friends, all sorts of music to different groups of friends. And now that I get to do that on just like a larger scale, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it. And you're using, you know, your skills. Um, I mean, I think it's also a skill to be able to talk and relate to people and, and have a conversation. Still, still like, working on that one. <laughs> no, no, but that's it. That's a skill in itself as well, isn't it? You know, so it's, um, you know, not everyone can do that either. So, yeah. um, but you know, it, it's, it, I, th- I think as well, like on social media and that there's so much like content that really isn't content. It's kind of, you know, um, 
reposting or you know it's like um you know it's just there's a lot of rubbish on there really and i think um to cut through that and find something that's genuinely funny like like some of the things that you do and um or like you know seeing an absolutely amazing photograph you know it's like you you do like i do find some really cool stuff you know but like sometimes you have to sift through a lot of rubbish to to find that stuff you know (laughs) yeah for sure yeah Yeah. well speaking of absolute rubbish i want to play a game that i call real or fuzzed so what i'm going to do is i'm going to show you 10 album covers one at a time and they're very strange album covers some are real some i did and you're going to guess if they're real or slightly fuzzed okay all right I'll try. <laughs> Here's the first one. Uh, I'm going to say that's real. This one is real. John Kincaid. I don't know why it has two titles to like his two and pie in the sky and why he's so scary looking. <laughs> but it, it is a real cover wow yeah good one <laughs> satan's uh, real by the loven loven brothers mm. it's so bad it's kind of kind of good as well <laughs> uh I'm going to say it's real. This one is real. <laughs> it almost looked like the the Satan from South Park. And they're like <laughs> standing on the hot coals. It's it's a crazy, crazy cover. I, I don't know what this sounds like, but I think I might have to check it out. <laughs> Finally dead with the album Brains. See, I think this is one of yours. <laughs> It is, Slightly yeah. Slightly first, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. this is one of yours. All right, you're doing pretty good. I love the, I love the typeface for the brains. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks. Shut up and dance, dance before the police come. <laughs> I think that's slightly first as well. This is a real one. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what to say about that other than, uh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like it would be fake, but it's, it, it's got a definite like nineties vibe to it. So that one's a real yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boned up at the crack. It's called. <laughs> I think, I think it's one of yours as well slightly first everything in this points to one of mine but it in fact is real it's real yeah i mean it looks like something i would do for sure but it happens to be real <laughs> i love it i love yeah. it i've got to check that out man i don't know what the band name is on this one but the name of the album is <laughs> covered in the semen of satan Wow, yeah, you cut, I mean, you know it's black metal, don't you? With uh, mm-hmm. 
with a cover like that. But yeah, I can't make out the uh, the logo either. I think that's that's the kind of thing with uh, that style. It's like it's quite the logos are quite hard to decide. It's kind of artwork in itself, really. Covered mm-hmm. um, in semen of Satan. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, it's one of yours. <laughs> this one is slightly fuzzed. Yeah. Yeah, this is slightly fuzzed. <laughs> <laughs> God's wow. chosen puppet. Uh, I'm going to say it's real. If it's one of yours, I'm going to be impressed. But I think... Uh, <laughs> I wish I could take credit. No, this is a real one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kane Roberts. Uh I'm going to say it's real, man. Man, I thought I would get you on that one. That is a real one. There's, <laughs> a, there's flames coming out of the end of the guitar. <laughs> Why would this be a real one? So it's real. It, this is real. Yeah. Wow. I, I think that this guy was even a guitarist for like Alice Cooper or something like that. I thought I read. But this album cover is absolutely bonkers, man. I, yeah. I, thought, that, I thought I would get you on, on this one, if any of them. There's a lot going on there, man. So a lot much of detail fun. in it, man. It's, it's kind of cool in a way, you know. It is, yeah. Maybe a bit outdated, but it's cool. Uh, yeah, I'd say. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say this is one of yours. Yeah, this one is. Yeah, I've shared this one a few times, so you might have seen it. But uh, acid reflux. Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks. All right, last one, Mrs. Mills. It's party time. I'm going to say that's real. It is real. I think you did really good. <laughs> I think I got one wrong. Yeah, I think I think or that two. might be true. <laughs> I Again, this album, I don't know what that sounds like, but why it exists wanna, is I'm going to check it out, man. I'm going to yeah. try and find it on Spotify afterwards. <laughs> that boned one. <laughs> yeah. But you did pretty good. All right. Are you ready to premiere the music video? For reborn uh yes please yeah yeah, yeah. um so uh yes yeah, so this was this video was made uh by a good friend of mine called chris who uh goes under the name square eyes um so yeah he he made the video and uh and uh yeah basically uh yeah hope you enjoy it folks <laughs> hell yeah all right let's do it
all right that was that was reborn on the new ep doubt by this summit fever thanks man yeah uh, that's the uh, the focus track for the ep so uh yeah thanks very much for for showing that uh, really and and doubt comes out next week when this is dropped so it'll be out on the 20th uh, yeah, the EP is out on the 20th of August, um, but we're going to drop the video. Um, well, you're going to play the video uh, for the first time on the 13th, which is next Friday. Uh, yep. Yeah. It'll be it'll yeah. be today when yeah, we release today. this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, and then um, I'll, you know, we'll put it up uh, the next day. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so yeah. Uh, so it's not a single per se it's just a you know uh you know just a kind of uh, focus track i suppose yeah for, for okay the EP, so well the ep is great man and i appreciate you giving me a listen before we before we did this and i think it's is a great great ep there's five tracks on it what was what was the first track what was the opening track on that uh hard to be invisible uh, yeah that's my jam i loved it i love that <laughs> yeah thanks man um yeah yeah it, yeah, we had a lot of fun making it. Um, you know, it's uh, I'd say I enjoy enjoy writing riffs and things. So, uh, you know, I write a lot of riffs and then you know occasionally one or I'll be like, ah, you know, that yeah, maybe I can use that. You know, so uh, yeah, it's I'm sure it's the same with uh, with what you do as well. It's like sometimes you have to um, sort of come up with lots of things, lots of colors yeah. and shapes and things, and then like, ah, you kind of. No. I have a lot of unused drafts. Yeah, but that's but that's it. I think yeah. you know, it's rare to to start something and then go you know, the, you know, start it and then like okay, it's done. You know, it's like I think Yeah, if you know, that happens, either you're amazing or you're not looking closely enough at it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And with your with your graphic design and your artwork and do you do you tend to um take a break from it so will you take like 24 hours have a sleep and then come back to it or uh on on important stuff yeah on on stuff like for slightly fuzz where i'm just you know goofing around you know i'll I'll go with my gut most of the time and and just we'll see how it goes and sometimes like people won't really react to it like i expect them to and i'll rework it and i'll post it again in six months or something you know we'll see how it goes but yeah you know stuff for clients stuff that there's paying customers yeah i mean it helps to sleep on it for sure. And there's, it's, it's super rare to do something. And then that's the winner. You know, it's, it's usually the third, fourth, fifth version of something where you go, Oh, there we go. I'm glad I kept pushing it. I'm glad I kept looking at it. I'm glad I kept trying different colors and fonts. And, you know, it's, it's pretty rare that it's your first try that you stick with. Yeah. And this is definitely the same with music as well. I think, um, you know, the songs all kind of, uh, started in one place and ended up in a in a different place you know and i think mm-hmm. that's the thing like uh as like you i do lots of drafts um and the songs it can take weeks um uh, you know but sometimes getting the original idea the original riff um i think i was trying um capture that moment um at least to the, the feel of that because that's hard to um, so you get a certain energy from, you know, from playing it for the first few times, um, you know, so capturing that, that vibe and that essence, um, I think is, is really important, um, in, 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 in my music anyway, you know, so. 
Right. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate you stopping by. I'm glad we got to premiere Reborn on this podcast. And it was great talking to you. And I'm looking forward to the EP coming out one week from today. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, we can't wait. And uh, thanks very much for your support and uh, and you know uh, having a, having me on the show and you know uh, that's yeah really nice of you to do that, man. So I pr- really appreciate it. Yeah, and thank you. All right, I'll talk soon. Best of luck on the EP. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Ryan. Cheers, man.